Welcome to Unethical Podcast. What are we talking about today, Tally? Uh, we are going to leave Minnesota finally, <laughs> but we're just going to go to New York. So not branching out of the U.S. quite yet. So welcome to Leroy, New York, otherwise pronounced as Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> A once vibrant blossoming city with large Victorian houses and plenty of income from the salt and flour mines. It's also home of the Jello Museum. What the hell is a flower mine? Yeah, they have a flower mine and Jello. <laughs> and Jello. Um, maybe I meant maybe I meant like flower mill. Maybe I just combined the two words and and did the tally thing with things. Um, yeah, in a Jello farm. <laughs> Jello farm and a flower mine and a uh, bread m- mill. Come down to Leroy for a free-range Jilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Jello Museum, though. Did you, is there pictures? Like, did you look it up? I want to go. They try to nail them to the wall, but they just fall off. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what? how could you have a museum? That's amazing. I like that. I, I, like, it's just gelatin. Like, it's not like how how many different things, like the molds? Are we going to have a whole room is of this, molds? Is this I like where, this place. was Jello invented in Leroy? Oh, oh, good question. This sweet gelatinous dessert was invented right here in this tiny town of 7,500 folks, approximately. There we go. I hope it burns down. <laughs> Some fucking weirdo figured out that if they boiled horses' hooves, they would get this <laughs> sticky gross mess and then they mixed it with sugar pretty sure it's made from cows not horses it's just another thing that they make from cows that are made for food uh, they make it from the hooves horses ma- horses make glue <laughs> just okay either way uh, i just doesn't this sound like a guy named leroy would have made that up like invented that so uh i think this is an apt town to have invented Jello, I like it. I'm down with it. Gelatin is legit, okay? Gelatin is such a useful product. That being said, whoever was the first one to put it in like a bunt cake mold and put olives and ham in it, oh, sick, sick that bucket. is the problem. Jello loaves. <laughs> Jello loaves. <laughs> Fucking gross. Yeah, that's nasty. Gross, gross, gross. It's <laughs> a real terrible way to put it. We've legitimately <laughs> talked about. Uh, decapitating people on the show uh we've talked about rape on the show we've talked about child abuse material that is literally the most disgusting thing you've ever said on the show celeste and yep. i'm not joking. i agree ham jello can fuck off look our grandparents <laughs> were raised on that shit okay this is why boomers are awful because you made them eat that crap yeah <laughs> aspic oh god fucking cat food mate oh <laughs> Oh my god. I live in a state where the one of the most popular desserts is green jello with shredded carrots in it. What the fuck? Yeah, see? I told you they had horns. <laughs> How could that even 
nice to eat. It's not. Oh, they have to ruin good things. That's like part of religion is taking something you enjoy and making it no longer enjoyable so that you can get into heaven. I went to a, I went to a funeral a couple of weeks ago. It was sad. It was a suicide funeral. And everybody was so excited that there were going to be funeral potatoes. And then there weren't. So it was doubly sad for most of the other people. What are funeral potatoes? <laughs> Why are they important? I don't know, but it's a local thing. I'm, it's some like casserole. They got potatoes and they melt cheese and sour cream. And I, I don't you know. Meant that like as as you walk in and you get, you know, your condolence card and all those things, you just get handed a raw potato at the same time. It's just like. The obituary is carved onto the side of the potato and they, they do their best to line up the eyes with the portrait of the deceased. Yeah. But... I assumed you meant potatoes that were grown in the ground in the cemetery. Oh, fuck. That would be cool. Psychotropic potatoes. Yeah. This is Phil. Phil Asiban. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'll shut up. No, that uh, I'm just very uh, like. Shout out to marshmallows. Marshmallows are awesome. Yeah. By 1960, Jell-O Co. had decided to take its sourcing elsewhere. Um, so this kind of left just a little hollowed-out town. Sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, just left them high and dry. And they were all jealous. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. They were all jelly. Uh... <laughs> They're all jelly and stuff. Because in 2001, um, a very strange phenomena took place. <laughs> so one October afternoon, local high school student Katie arrived home from school, and like most American teenagers, she took a nap. Yeah. Yep. Americans sound fucking lazy. I went to work. Yeah, they are very lazy, <laughs> especially those Easterners. Just kidding, guys. You're funny. I think you're an overachiever, Celeste. I think that's all it is. Like, I think most teenagers are pretty lazy. That's pretty universal, I think. Just the Midwest work, work ethic. There you go. I'm Maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe all Canadians aren't lazy. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted money. Yeah. I worked in high school, too. I was apparently not normal. I made money wrestling in Jell-O. Wrestling in Jell-O with little bits of carrot in it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever comes out with the most carrots stuck to them loses. <laughs> uh, whoever finds the carrot that wasn't shredded. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Don't apologize. Nothing sad happened. That's what you think. <laughs> oh, the man lost his virginity to a carrot. Have some sympathy. <laughs> I get PTSD at the salad bar. <laughs> you act like you don't care at all. <laughs> Quality pun. I love a good pun. The events of her day were unremarkable at best. It was like any other day until Katie awoke with uncontrollable movement in her lower jaw, aka the mandible, along with other spasms in her cheek muscles, sort of like she was smirking. We all just smirk just for everyone. <laughs> like we're all making this thing as if it's. <laughs> we're sitting here silently smirking off. Yeah. <laughs> Concerned enough, she consulted with her mother, who in turn, brought Katie to see a doctor straight away. That's a weird name for a doctor. <laughs> she took her to see a doctor in Buffalo straight away. I don't know why that's important. 
Well, it is important that somebody actually acted. So a lot of these times you hear about people being like, nah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It'll go away. And then bad shit happens. At least someone acted or at least tried to act. I don't know where this goes, but someone did something, right? That's, that's good. Yeah. Uh, although troubling, the only reasonable answer given was that Katie had suffered a panic attack that resulted in these facial tics. Bullshit. She was given some medication as a mild sedative, uh, as well as antibiotics. For what? Bacterial panic. <laughs> Bacterial <laughs> panic. Yeah. What is this, the 1500s? Your humors are misaligned. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's going to start putting fucking leeches on her. Yeah. It's the black bile. Yeah. Your bile is way off track here. You need to get more uh, uh, blood in your veins. Otherwise, you're going to die. Slam. We're going to shove some leeches up your ass. Let's see how you go. <laughs> Katie's symptoms persisted and her mother grew more concerned and demanded more tests. But ultimately, uh, anxiety was the substantial cause for Katie's condition. Wow. Sounds sexist this was a man this never would have happened maybe if it was a lady doctor it never would have happened it's a good point and it was sexist of me to assume that the doctor was male but his name was straight away <laughs> doctor straight away did not have payronies let let the record state we noted and observed carry on things <laughs> <laughs> things took a turn for the worse a few weeks later when katie's best friend tara also woke up from a nap one day with uncontrollable arm movements and stuttering in her speech that wasn't there before. Oh, this anxiety, it's contagious. She was terrified. Actual anxiety is a real issue, okay? And it, it can spread quickly. If you're not protected walking around, it'll get, it'll go, it'll get. There. Yeah, no, 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 I, I'm, I'm on board. Pink yeah. eye, bacterial <laughs> panic, uh, tuberculosis. Yeah, it's all, all there. The same. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> Uh, that same day, Tara and Katie went to cheer practice uh, because they were cheerleaders and they were best friends. So they went together and other students began to notice a change in their behavior. Tara with her stuttering and shoulder twitch and Katie with her mouth movement. They went on as if everything was fine and dandy. So this charade only lasted a short while as their classmates started to ask them about what was happening to them. Yeah, I would be. I think I'd be asking questions too. What's with the twitch, man? You know, especially when you're a kid too, especially in high school and you see someone that's just acting strange, you don't really keep that to yourself. You'd be like, what the fuck is up with that? Everyone would be asked, talking about it. And then they'd be asking you like, what is going on? You know, now I'd probably be more polite and be like, Frank's twitching. I'll just let him twitch. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd hand Frank at fucking tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> Here, make our day better. Heal us through the sound of music. <laughs> uh, two weeks after Tara's apparent onset, a third case of a girl named Lydia was brought to light. Lydia was not a cheerleader, but attended the same high school as Katie and Tara. D did they think it came from cheerleading at first? And they're like, oh, I got to cut that one off the list. She's not a cheerleader. Put her on antibiotics. She's got chlorlydia. <laughs> Two weeks after Lydia's onset, another teenager who had just moved to town also started displaying tics. It's getting scary, but that's scary. That's fucking terrifying. Like, think about that happening in your little town uh, tally. Like, fuck, I live in a little town. I'd be freaked right the fuck out. Yeah. 
especially if I was this age, especially if I was a 17 year old, I'd be like, oh yeah, no. Sure. <laughs> was, was there like an open waste pit of hazardous jello waste? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. The kids go down to the jello stream and get a drink and come back discombobulated. There's a gelatinous cube that keeps eating up everyone. <laughs> um, so after this crew of classmates came down with very similar symptoms, the mom squad pushed for better answers for their daughters. Um, Katie's mom is a nurse, so she pushed for the girls to have blood work done, MRIs, and other extensive testing. Several hours later, the diagnosis was updated from panic attacks and anxiety to conversion disorder. Huh? conversion disorder is a mental phenomenon where physical symptoms appear in order to cope with outside stressors and or trauma that the patient may have experienced there's a molester in this town molesting all the teenage girls there be a molester in these woods <laughs> what if it's the cheerleading coach what if it's leroy the town has been molesting ba, ba, ba. <laughs> The jello monster. Yeah, the, the gelatinous cube at the center of town. At least it was a soft entrance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there, Tally. Why did everyone go, oh, and I laughed? Because that's a UTI waiting to happen, my friend. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I thought it was because you shared a career with Bill Cosby. But... Oh. <laughs> I hate that Bill Cosby fucking had a joke about fucking date raping girls and everyone thought it was hilarious that bugs me the most mm. anyways keep going uh conversion disorder is oddly contagious in that it can manifest into another disorder called mass hysteria oh i love mass hysteria <laughs> also yes. known as mass psychogenic illness but it's been updated to mass hysteria textbooks yeah <laughs> that's like a thing uh, huh I just thought that was like a, a concept. I didn't think that mass hysteria actually happened. I thought it was just like, you know, when you when, like. When Godzilla shows up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Not, I didn't know it could just like start with one. Like, I didn't know that this could happen. That's interesting. Seemingly unable to accept this answer or possibly an attempt to gain recognition and help. Uh, the girls appeared on the Today Show to express their concerns and show the nation that what they were experiencing was real and intruding on their daily lives. Yeah, Today Show is the place to go. Is that the same show that woman who, like, can't stop having orgasms went on? <laughs> I thought that was Howard Stern. Was it? I just remember the lady. She was like, I can't ride my horses. Oh, my what? God. <laughs> is that animal abuse? I don't know. I don't know. That's a tricky one. I find bestiality to be very complicated. <laughs> what? So she couldn't ride them because after a while she slid off? No, like apparently like any sort of vibration, stimulation, anything would make this woman have like a spontaneous orgasm. And she was like, I wow. hate it. You have no idea. You think orgasms are so great. Try having them all the time. And I'm like, I'm trying. Every time I slide off the horse, I bump my head. She had to like sit on a donut <laughs> for the interview because... She no, she like sentence. she definitely a couple times during the interview, like for sure. Was she hot? Uh, well, she she wasn't a young lady, but in her youth, certainly. 
So they, sorry, I have a question. So they all go mass hysteria. They get a clear head enough to like sign a contract to get on the more the Today Show or whatever. And and you got all these people wigging out on the same fucking airplane to go to New York. Yep, it is the four. Yes, it is those four original girls I mentioned. They're all on the show together, hanging out, slapping each other in the face on accident. It's it's really fun. You got to watch it. They're still teenagers, so. The parents would have had to sign the contracts. The kid, the girls wouldn't have been able to because they would have been underage. I, I smell a rat. <gasps> oh, I was going to do it, but I didn't do it. <laughs> you should. I was going to go, da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> In this interview, Tara and Katie's symptoms were very visible. And some of her classmates speculated that they were overplaying the symptoms for the cameras because in a later view... Oh, excuse me. In a later interview with Dr. Drew, Tara's tics were much less violent. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is very weird already. So it could change. Why can't it change? Why does it have to be like, you know what I mean? Why are they faking one place and the, the tics aren't big enough now of this crazy thing that's happening? We don't understand. So now it's not real. It's either it wasn't real to begin with or, you know what I mean? Like, when was this? After 2011. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. I don't know, like, if all teenage girls are into that silver fox thing, but Dr. Drew is a very good looking man. And it's possible she just didn't want to be embarrassed. So she controlled her own symptoms somehow without any medication. Hmm. Oh, I, th- I think she's faking. Like, 100%. That's where I'm at right now. They're faking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm glad you brought up that point that she felt embarrassed. And, you know, because the host, uh, it was Ann uh, Couric, Katie Couric. Yeah, but Katie Couric isn't hot. If I saw her in real life, I'd probably glitch out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Katie Couric 100% would make your ass clench. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. Katie Couric has a high pucker factor. (laughs) Um, So the girls continued to appear on local TV news stations, as well as updating their Facebook statuses, informing their audiences for any updates. Sounds about right. So within the course of just six weeks... 12 other cases were also documented with a variety of symptoms from clearing the throat, head twitches, verbal outbursts of profanity, and flailing limbs. This illness seemed to only affect teenage girls, all from the same school of approximately 600 students. I'm just going to say it. Parents, pay attention to your kids every once in a while. Otherwise, they're just going to start fucking twitching at school to try and get more of your attention. Just give them some attention through your kids. They, that's all they want. <laughs> all they want is some attention from you or at least someone for fuck's sakes. Maybe. I feel like they're faking this shit now. It's still too. Okay. However, when the number of cases grew, so did the variety of patients. It was not just cheerleaders with straight A's being affected anymore, but the average teenage girl, as well as one teenage boy from the same school and a 36-year-old woman. So it's spreading through the whole fucking breakfast club. (laughs) Who's a 36-year-old woman? She just like serves some coffee in the morning or something? Like, who's that lady? You kids are so fun. Woo! Yeah, shit. She's probably the person who buys them beer. She probably is just a teacher and she was just like, for fuck's sake, stop. And then she's like, oh, gonna get fired. Nope, it's ticks. It's ticks. <laughs> Can't help it. Can't fire me. Staying. <laughs> so this is uh, what ultimately ruled out uh, the prescription of antibiotics. 
as a treatment um, <laughs> because this first suspicion <laughs> was a, a disease called pandas. Um, and now bear with me. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> Every time they fart, it smells like Melaleuca. That reference was lost to me. Sorry. Eucalyptus. Oh, you got me. No, that would be if it was a koala. Oh, pandas. Yeah. Pandas eat bamboo. Yeah. Maybe might be time for daddy to quit drinking. <laughs> Sorry. Cut that out. Cut that out, he says. <laughs> no. Give Tally a second because it's a big, it's there's lots of it's a it's an acronym for it's an acronym for pandas, y'all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um this stands for pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric disorder associated with streptococcus streptococcus thank you i was like christy will have this <laughs> i don't think that spells panda sure does Pandas. okay first of all one of them's 36 so it's not pediatric right yeah second of all so they they are treating them with antibiotic oh they ruled out pandas they, yes because of the 36 year old woman Oh, I thought it was because they were treating them with antibiotics, which would kill strep. No, no. They Okay, I'm sorry. I, we got all combobbled because I got interrupted. <laughs> I'll right. just start over. Um, this ultimately ruled out the prescribing of antibiotics because the initial suspicion was pandas. Now bear with me. Oh, that's why they, they prescribed them antibiotics was because they thought it was the streptococcus. Yeah bacteria causing this yeah gotcha once more teenagers you know uh were displaying the symptoms so it's not back bacterial panic correct <laughs> also known as pandas yeah. <laughs> all right so they're not eating bamboo and they don't have a black eye all right <laughs> is that the right mammal yeah <laughs> oh, okay all right all right and they don't have a dorsal fin. Fuck. Wrong one again. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this concerned the moms even more because they suspected there was no reason why their daughters would display such symptoms if they haven't experienced any trauma. I think the 36-year-old was dipping tampons in LSD and she got into the wrong batch. Of course. These straight-A students couldn't have experienced any sort of trauma or stress one dad was quoted to spew out in a town meeting. Of course, because young, privileged white women don't get affected by anything. Isn't this like, isn't this town failing because Jello fucked off? Yeah. So isn't it possible that there's just like a whole lot of jobless dads out there beating their wives or something? You might be onto something. Wish I wasn't. So the constant update of the girls' social media went viral and local news sources uh, caught the attention of environmental activist Aaron Brockovich. Jeez, I hope I'm saying that right. Ah. The Aaron Brockovich? Julia Roberts. Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, the, the real. You know, when she's there, they're not fucking around. <laughs> Sorry, I was just making more Aaron Brockovich jokes. Yeah. I'm glad you guys know who she is because I had no idea until I started researching this. <laughs> they had a whole movie about her. <laughs> I I learned. I, I learned. I haven't watched and it. Julia though. Roberts even shaved her armpits for the role, I think. Good for her. Good for her. Very cool lady. Okay, so Aaron was brought in to provide the community with the theory that this may not be psychological after all. 
Perhaps there was something in the soil, water, or air surrounding the school from a large chemical spill in the 1970s after a train derailment approximately 10 miles from the school, which is like 13 kilometers, I think. I don't know. It's pretty close. I think you're close to right. Uh, Brockovic also located several fracking holes near the school, which sent the parents spiraling into their own panics. Oh, fuck. Fracking. 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 Many other parents from the tiny community caught wind of the new theory and demanded the school to pay for and conduct environmental testing immediately. It took a long time, but after testing was completed, officials at a town meeting assured parents that the environmental tests came back normal. However, the air quality concerns uh, only heightened the exasperation of the parents to help their children. That makes sense. Only teenagers have lungs. I remember my last pair of lungs. I remember when I shedded my lungs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Katie and <laughs> Katie and Tara did admit that they think that some of the girls have conversion disorder, but not them. Katie confirmed that there were times that she and her bestie were stressed out, but at the time they started experiencing symptoms, they were not stressed at all. Okay. So that's straight from the horse's mouth. Major investigations and interviews were being conducted in Leroy by this time. And it was discovered that the girls had a lot more in common than they thought. Tara's family experienced a tragic loss in the family, uh, of which the details are undisclosed. After which Tara's relationship with her biological father was severely jeopardized by the event. So much so that Tara refers to her father by first name, not dad. Oh, okay. Katie also had troubles with her father, but he remained in the picture. Was his name dad? I think so. Okay. Uh, Dr. Jennifer McVig treated 14 of the girls from Leroy at the facility in Buffalo where she was employed. There's 14 of them now. That's how many we're up to. That's great. That's a lot. Uh, there were actually up to 18. There was up to 18. Oh, crazy. And then the boy and the 36-year-old woman made 20 total. That's lots. That's crazy. Um, so 14 actually just went to the same doctor because I'm sure it was like, sure, I've seen this before. Yeah, I'm the expert now. I'm the expert now. Dr. McVig confirmed that each patient was dealing with major stressors and or coping with past traumatic incidents. Who isn't? Exactly. Who isn't? The gelatinous cube ate my cat. <laughs> Everything was fine till the Mormons started putting carrots in our jello and they had to move to a bigger factory. Have you heard of this ham jello? <laughs> ham jello did it to me. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, also, along with the fracking holes, they found like a weird, sticky orange substance coming out of the playing fields at the school. Was it jello? That's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, it's jello. <laughs> It makes me think of Ghostbusters. It's ectoplasm. <laughs> it's haunted. He slimed me. <laughs> so I assume kids weren't even allowed to play on it. I don't know. That. I don't know. I don't know about Leroy. I don't know what they're, they probably let them play. Just get it out of your system. Yeah, exactly. We're, run it off. You'll be <laughs> fine. Um, okay. So experts say... The events that took place in Leroy are textbooks, examples of mass hysteria. 
because 50% of cases have been reported in a school and is presented mostly by young women over any other category, like younger children or opposite sex. Uh, However, being a school of 600 students with 18 of them showing symptoms, we can certainly take an educated guess that there were probably quite a few students with stressors and traumas that did not exhibit any symptoms the others had. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go and argue and say most teenagers probably are stressed out just trying to figure out life, you know, Uh, school and like what's going to happen. I would imagine like it's probably stressful for all of them, all 600 in its own way yep isn't a physical manifestation of stress usually just like diarrhea grinding your teeth or like chewing the inside (laughs) of your cheek or cracking your knuckles not like flailing around and swearing and how are these people updating their social media when you're flailing that much your phone is going to hit the wall (laughs) so fast can i mention that in these interviews their makeup was spectacular how are they putting makeup on they're faking. I can't do eyeliner and I don't have a I can't do my eyeliner and I'm even when I'm sober. Wait, no, I'm even more shaky when I'm sober. Uh, that's concerning. No, okay. <laughs> no, it's it was a joke. <laughs> Sorry. I don't drink that much. <laughs> Is this story going to end with them just being drunk all the time? Is that what's going on right now? God, I hope so. Are you writing all your episodes about alcoholics? <laughs> Sounds like they're on pingers. What are pingers? Wait, what are pingers? I don't even know. Oh, like pills, uppers. Ah, methamphetamines. Like, not, not my flavor. MDMA and stuff like that. That would make sense. Then they're all just passing around drugs. As soon as you said the weird, the weird jaw movement, I was like, that's a, that's a sign of, of being, <laughs> being on acid. Bruxism. Yes. Could you imagine all those teenage girls on uh, MDMA at uh, Katie Couric's like arm? Just like, I really like your arm, Katie. You really feel good, Katie. Why don't you give me a hug, Katie? We're best friends. Here's my phone number, Katie. <laughs> and, and, and Al Roker's over there going. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Let me touch you, Bob. <laughs> I've had this dream so many times, Al Roker. <laughs> I, I'm roking off. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to know what happens. Tell me, tell me. All right. (laughs) Experts have concluded as best they can that the media frenzy and the social status of the initial outbreak victims, meaning the popular cheerleaders, is what had caused the phenomenon to spread and gain so much attention so quickly. So it's kind of it's kind of like when the popular girls get new sneakers or like a new shirt or something and then all of a sudden everyone else in the school is wearing the same shoes and the same jacket christy is exactly right that is what the experts think happened it went down the totem pole or up the totem pole down yeah. the top whatever yeah but that one boy yeah what, what's their social media accounts look like after this did they get a bunch of new followers were they actually looking cool did they get their 15 minutes of fame if it looked anything but blurry they're lying yeah if their photos don't look like like birthday photos from the 80s then they're absolutely absolutely taking the piss maybe they're like little weirdly geniuses where they're like let's see what we can get away with like and they all talked about it and they're mm-hmm. like let's just act fucking crazy and see what happens and then it just got out of their hands they're like on the today show and shit like that uh and then the other people start doing it so now they even have to commit even longer to it because uh, otherwise they're frauds right like 
I wonder if this is like a ploy to get followers and be just cooler. Like it seems like that to me. I'm just look at I'm I'm at a million follows now. That's all I'm looking for. It's like that girl who faked amnesia. Yeah, yeah. For I sure. forgot about that one. Me too. I I think uh, Richard's onto something. Anytime you're playing on a football field with orange goo, it turns teenage girls into geniuses. <laughs> what if they like pretended it was a slip and slide and then things just got really awry and it went inward and then infected them inward inward Oof. oh my I, god teenagers are fucked i do want it to be uh toxic gelatin though that is kind yeah. of a fun idea yeah mm. projected inward Mate, anyone that's forced to eat savory jelly is going to end up having fucking facial tics. Savory jelly. Like, can you imagine what their parents were eating? Like, no wonder their kids are going a little kooky. Everything they ate was probably like in some form of gelatinous mold. Yeah, probably in weird shapes. (laughs) Cartilage overdose. I wonder, man. I wonder if it's excessive intake of... Of cartilage, of gelatin. Hoof. Makes you a fucking geek. They got hoofatitis. <laughs> when I was a kid, when we, we would get sore throats, our parents would give us jello water. That's where they would like put the jello shit in too much water and put it in the microwave so it was like piss warm. And then you had to drink it before it all gelled up in your throat. My mom did that too. Warm jello, she called it. Yeah, but it, ours was gel. You need uh, Sarthrot, you need some jello water. Why? I have no fucking way to get rid of all the old fucking jello. May I put a coating? <laughs> yeah. Like a coating on the throat, maybe? Yeah. I think Christy's right. Whatever happened to just giving your kids whiskey? <laughs> yeah. Be a good parent. My God. Make them drink hot jello. That sounds like torture. That sounds like what they did to Vietnamese veterans. My nan used to do that. Dip the dummy in the brandy. Nice. We've established that I'm the oldest person here by about 10 years. And when I was a kid, they had two things, Noctec and Paragoric. And Noctec was something, I don't know. I don't know what the chemical compound was. I assume it was heroin. Your kid's colicky (laughs) and he farts a lot. He likes to scream. Give him some of this. Put some drops on his tongue. Boom. Fucker will sleep for a month. Perfect. So I think I think Noctec may have built up a little bit. And then Paragoric was an opioid that they would give you if you had diarrhea. So you put a, put a spoonful in some ice water and you stir it up and it gets all milky and cloudy. And it tasted like Jägermeister. So when I was three years old, I didn't know what Jägermeister was, but I knew I liked Paragoric. I say, um, <laughs> mom, I got a headache. I need Paragoric. She say, son, you don't you don't get paragoric for a headache. So I'd walk away and I'd come back and I say, mom, my knuckles ache. I need paragoric. She say, son, you don't get paragoric for a knuckles ache. I said, well, I need paragoric. What do I got? (laughs) (laughs) So you've been, you've been addicted to opioids pretty much your entire life. I was going to say, it sounds like every (laughs) opioid addict I know who goes to the doctor. (laughs) I haven't shit since 1978. I was going to say, mate, you would be, your, your lower, your intestines would look pretty impressive <laughs> with all the, the opioids in your system. No, I'm good now. I'm, I'm clean. Is it bad for I'm clean. bowels? I'm clean. <laughs> I, 
opioids opioids make you very 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 constipated if you've never shit a cinder block you haven't lived (laughs) (laughs) i've been doing that since seven when i got my paragoric paragoric Generally in the hospital, when we've got patients that are on opioids for a long time, we end up having to give them suppositories because they, they get constipated for like four or five days. Oh my. Okay. That's like trying to drive a nail into a concrete driveway, isn't it? It, it Sometimes it is. Wow. got to get my hammer and chisel I out. I mean, addictions, <laughs> addictions will put your survival instincts aside. You know, that's why alcoholics drink straight up rubbing alcohol or perfume. For that matter, and get behind the wheel. You know? Oh, the green, the green lizard. We talked about that on my podcast. Uh, people around here would, well, not around here, on a reservation on Sunday when they couldn't buy the alcohol, they would go get uh, skin bracer and drink that after shave. Called it the green lizard. Yeah. Yep. I saw a white man on a bus drinking perfume once, and I was like, "Holy fuck." <laughs> That's all an IPA beer is anyway. Avon perfume. I hate that shit. <laughs> Only it smells better. So is there is there any more to this story, my darling? Or is that I guess half half like 50% got better with those antibiotics. So some of these chicks are out here still twitching. Some of these bitches are out here still twitching. They're only on TikTok. Ten years later. That's commitment. That is commitment. Unless unless it's this the ooze. We can't, I got, I, I kept saying like they're faking, but look behind me. I got Dana Scully over my shoulder right now being like, this might be an X-File, Richard. And I'm going with the X-File. I think mm. it's the gelat- gelatinous fucking cube at the center of town. Fuck with everyone's brain. Teenage girls. I'm going to, I'm going to look these girls up. I'm going to see if they have TikTok. For, for, for them, it, it's called Tick Tick. <laughs> <laughs> guys thanks so much for listening head on over to our facebook and instagram to join in on the conversations about all things unethical just search unethical podcast you can also find us on patreon where you can get access to all of our super awesome content uncut videos of our discussions and early release of all the episodes we are adding fun stuff all the time so you should definitely come and check it out thanks again we appreciate all of you